Hello, everybody, and welcome to JBL Radio. Of course, today is a very special episode. Today is our first ever CJBL Commitments live podcast. Uh, we're going to see how this goes, but uh, thank you very much to my two co-hosts for this evening slash morning. Uh, firstly, from Las Vegas, live from Las Vegas, is Michael Murray. Thank you for joining me, Mike. And you didn't call me Mike Miller because I was ready to say I was the uh, general manager Why does of the Pittsburgh Vipers. going to do that? You have, you, have no, you have no faith in me. <laughs> what? We sound just exactly alike. One's Southern and one's Northern. No problem. <laughs> and of course, from Australia, the Baltimore Bullets slash UNC slash UBMC now uh, manager is Andrew Taylor. Thanks for joining me, Andrew. Thank you for having me, Kamish. And thanks for doing all the prep for this podcast. It's nice what, to have what, what prep? I'm honoring the legacy of the CJBL <laughs> podcast and uh, I have done no prep. There is no spreadsheet. It's a, it is a mirage. Okay. So what we're going to do today, we're going to have a quick chat about some of the options that each of the players has, and then we'll start the commitment ceremony. And uh, it'll, it'll probably take only a couple of minutes per player. So once the the ceremony starts, uh, I'll jump off and uh, concentrate on that and you guys can keep going with the the analysis. Okay, so do you want to start at the top or the bottom, Andrew? I was going to start off with some uh, rough talking points, but very first thing I wanted to say was um, uh, big, uh, big props uh, to the commish. Um, I think it was only about nine days ago where I, I t- uh, wandered my way into his DMs and said, hey, I've got a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the intention was maybe this could be something we introduced for 2029. Uh, but Kamish got awfully excited uh, and has done a bucket load of work over the last week to uh, make this happen. So I, I think it's, um, he's done a fantastic effort. And I'm, I think it's going to be a really... <laughs> Hopefully, this can become a really important uh, kind of event in the JBL, CJBL calendar. So, uh, with uh, sucking up to the commission side, uh, let's get on to some rough opening talking points. <clears throat> and I shared some of these in the uh, CJBL channel kind of yesterday. So, um, there, we entered this draft class with 27 five-star recruits available. Um, and one of them has already signed. Uh, that's Joey Bullet, the shooting guard to Gonzaga, which we'll come to a little bit later. Um, so basically as we enter today, there are 40 teams that are competing for the remaining 26, uh, five-star recruits. Um, last year, 14 of those play, uh, teams did not make the tournament and 26 of them did. 17 of the 40 teams in play uh, lost no one to the JBL draft. That doesn't mean that they didn't lose productive seniors or players to transfer, but none of that theoretical top-line talent was lost to the draft. Um, Nine of the 17 teams that lost no players made the tournament last year, which would theoretically put them in a healthy position heading into this season. Uh, neither, thankfully, neither of the finalists from last year, neither Ohio State or Stanford, are in the mix for any big-name prospects today. Uh, in terms of conference strength, uh, there are nine ACC teams in play uh, for prospects today, seven from the Big Ten, six from the Big East, and six from the SEC. Uh, and a few other conferences have some very slight representation, like the Mountain West Conference and the Pac-12 has a few as well. Um, there are four. T- sorry, there is one team that is alive in the bidding for five 
five-star prospects, and that is the Evil Empire uh, down Tobacco Road from me. That is Duke. Uh, and uh, behind them, there are four teams uh, that are alive for four prospects. That is Indiana, Marquette, formerly led by the um, the Skynet AI, which was just killing it this offseason, um, Purdue and USC. Um, there are 17 teams here today that will uh, are pinning all their hopes for the day on one single five-star recruit. And finally... Only six of the 40 teams in play had a losing record last year as just a rough overview of the group of teams that we're in, are in play today. What does that all mean? It's just giving people a kind of rough breakdown. I did some research. Oh. No, what, what I mean is, are you saying essentially that to be in the mix for a, a, a top 25 player, you're going to need to be at least 500? Look, I think what I think what we've seen is, um, and Mike, you can speak to this in far more uh, uh, in a far more educated fashion than I can. Um, if you look through the conferences these teams are from, basically you need to be from a power conference. Fair, pretty much. Fair, fair point. And also, um, it depends on your depth. Like, there's some schools out there who are aiming for the stars, and they have, like, Marquette has four slots, and they went after four or five star prospects. Duke had. Five spots. They went to five prospects, but then you can see where other schools have backed off some. Like Villanova, I think has nine scholarships to fill, and only went after two big players. So I think it depends on your situation. Most teams in the SEC actually only had two two roster spots. So even if they miss out, it could be a carryover scholarship in some of these situations. Yeah, or they or they might have positioned themselves well to drop down and get themselves a four star to spill that fill that spot. And I think you were, we were talking about this earlier. Like, um, there are some teams like Indiana had like eight vacancies. Was it eight scholarships to play? Uh, let me pull my sheet real quick. Yeah, Indiana and Iowa both had eight spots. So Indiana went after five four four star guys, and Iowa only went after one. Yeah, it doesn't mean they didn't go after them. It just so much. Well, well, but in the top three. But Indiana <laughs> also lost a ton of talent. They lost Nelson, Rivera, and Childress from last year, and Blair from last year's squad. So, I mean, they've got a lot to replace. Yeah, and, and I, think that's, I think that's what you're seeing to a degree with the teams that are still in the mix for a lot of five-star talents are teams that lost a lot in the draft. Uh, or lost a lot from the team that they had last year. So USC, for example, lost three players to the draft. They're still in play for four. Duke didn't have the greatest roster last year, lost one, so they're still in play. There's obviously a prestige component there. But Indiana, a lot of holes, a lot of talent lost, a lot of room for new incoming talent. And I do wonder, you know, and Kamish can probably speak to this in an educated fashion, is how many... How much do uh, the five-star guys look at a team and say, is there really a, a great big opportunity for me here? And I think a lot of the teams that are in play for lots of prospects definitely seem to have those opportunities available. Yeah, I mean, the they do look at the roster as a, a component of their decision. And as you may, may have seen, some players uh, also want to be the only ones recruited. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that they know everything that you're doing. They may not find out that you're recruiting another player, but in a couple of instances already, that has already uh, factored into the decision. And I think Travon easily uh, eliminated one school because um, that school had already uh, recruited a player. Fair enough. 
you can still hear me? Now I can. Yeah. Can you still hear me? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The connection's really bad. I, I don't know what, what's going on. But uh, so yeah, it is. It is a factor. Uh, they do look at where they'll be playing, what position, and how much playing time they'll have. So all those are a factor. So okay, do you want to just quickly discuss? You don't have to discuss every player, but maybe the top ten, ten or so. Sure, Mark. You can lead us off. You're probably more educated about the players, and I'll chip in with color commentary as required. Oh, let's see. Top of the list is Jeremy Sawbell. Uh, sorry, I didn't have the page up. He was number one recruit on the West Coast. Because my cheat sheet notes are missing. Hold up. <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, he came out of Washington. Uh, a lot of teams jumped in early on him. I think he was. He probably had the most when I copied the uh, list down. I know Arizona, USC, Gonzaga, and a couple others were in there very early. Um, probably going to end up at Arizona, if I had to guess, but we'll never know. If Arizona gets him, they would have had the number one prospect two years in a row. Yep. So no pressure, Kyle. No, no pressure, Kyle. If Syracuse gets him, as I was saying in the channel yesterday, I would consider that to be a bit of a shock. That'd of, be a mon- monumental upset, I'd say. Yeah, and if Villanova gets him, uh, that would be a good start to their uh, trying to recapture the title, which they won a couple of seasons ago. So that's a very interesting interesting decision. Number two, the already polarizing Traven Easley. Uh, he's t- his top three is Kansas, Duke, and UConn. Where do you think he goes? Um, I think that given that we're going in reverse order with the hats, I dare say that... Um, uh, both Kansas and Duke have been uh, have been cheating on our boy easily and are in the <laughs> and are in the top three for some other uh, some other wing prospects. Uh, Lorenzen Dyer is in play for Duke, and I forget the gentleman who is in play for um, Kansas. It's, it's it's Dyer for Kansas, I think. And Dyer for Kansas, yeah. Oh, maybe they're both in play for either way. There's notes Vance. Oh, okay. It's Vance. Sorry. No, it's not Vance. I'm trying to uh, Vance is a point guard. So Dyer, Dyer is the one that, that, that you'd be concerned about. Yeah. But you would dare say that it's uh, it's going to be hard for Easley not to find out if um, Dyer signs for Duke two spots ahead, <laughs> three spots ahead of him. No, look, uh, I, I'd, I'd say, I hate to say it, you know, it's that's a really unique one because given the other two have kind of broken his rule and might get found out, you'd say UConn's the right spot for him. But uh, I wonder how well that's going to work with both him and Dawkins alongside. That's, that feels like a lot of usage. Yeah, he's probably going to be more at competition with Dawkins than he would be with any of the other recruits, given, given Dawkins is a senior. Yeah, I, I, those... can, I see him existing far more peacefully alongside someone like Dyer at Duke than I would alongside Dawkins at UConn. So just for, just for new listeners, uh, Jack Dawkins uh, played at George Washington last year. He was the number one transfer yeah, available in the transfer portable portal. He yeah, went to UConn. So it was a pretty interesting decision and that, that's given UConn a massive boost to this year's recruiting class. Oh, on that point, just really quickly about UConn's class, which many of you might have noticed. Uh, UConn is having a terrible recruiting period. It's, a, it's abysmal. <laughs> Yet despite being utterly abysmal and we'll ignore Dawkins for now, they are one of only 10 teams that are in play for three five-star recruits today. So, Are you being sarcastic? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just pointing out they're having a terrible recruiting season and are one of only 10 teams that are in play for 
four, three star, five star recruits. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Denzel Sparks, UCLA, Illinois, and Kansas. This is going to be an interesting one. Three, three very different teams. I know I hate people who – I know I often hate on people on the other podcast about how people play players out of position, but I really want to see someone play Denzel Sparks as a point guard. <laughs> he's got crazy stats, right? He's a unicorn. So he's, he's the guy with the assist, right? He's the guy yeah, who's like a plus, a plus in every category. He's like he he, he has like he averages like ten assists, and in, in his scouting is like a plus, a plus, a plus for the three playmaking categories. And he's a power forward, small forward, power forward, power forward, and he's really athletic. The only kind of knock on his game, and the reason why you probably couldn't run that experiment, is he is abysmal from three. Has no jump shot. He's uh, he's Ben Simmons. He's Ben Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He's Ben Simmons or Draymond in every other year That's except weird. for those two years where he learned how to shoot. Lorenz and Dyer, Arkansas, Purdue, and Duke. Go, Mike. <laughs> no, com- no comment on where I think no he's comment? going. No comment? Okay. But I will, say, I will say that a guy with a bag of money might have dropped it off at Mr. <laughs> Dyer's house. That's right. So the mega pitches or the major pitches probably have swung a few of these decisions uh, and has certainly knocked out uh, other teams which might, might have been higher. So, um, you know, realism aside, the whole thing being completely fake and unreal, uh, the major pitches have, have definitely been thrown in the mix. I uh, will confirm that one player had six major pitches and at least three of those teams are not even in the top three. Uh, one player had four and... <laughs> A lot of team, a lot of teams had three. A lot of players had three. So, yeah, it, it has definitely changed the game. Corbin Vance, Kansas, UConn, or USC. I I didn't think uh, he wasn't my favorite point guard in the class. Um, given that I think UConn has done other stuff, I think that I think the league as a whole probably doesn't want him to go to UConn. Uh, because UConn is that's UConn's one big hole is point guard, so I prefer them not have a good point guard. Um, I'd kind of like to see uh, I'd kind of like to see him out on the West Coast replacing Mac at um, at USC. I'm just amazed Memphis lost out on him. When you got a guy in your own backyard, I thought that was for sure. Just pencil that one in. Do you think they went hard after him though? Uh, I think they did early, but I think they may have held a mega pitch off for somebody else. Yeah. I didn't get the impression that that was a team that that was where they were focusing all their energy on. Yeah, I think Vance was one of the most scouted players in the, the entire class. So a lot of teams had him on their list. I think there is, there's a bit of a lack of point guards, I think, uh, up, up top. So that's probably why. Well, there's yeah, a real lack of wings also up top. I think there's, what, two small forwards in the top 25? Mm. It's all the big power forwards. It's all big guys. Everyone's a yeah. Okay, Justin Knoll, uh, Marquette, Xavier, or NC State. This is the Skynet AI coming up good here. I like the little guy. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? They're all little. NC State or Xavier? Xavier. <laughs> I would say Xavier is the smallest of those schools anecdotally, but so, I, I, I could be wrong. Someone's getting offended right now. You know that. Uh, that's the reason I said it. <laughs> Jalen McDaniel, uh, UNC, USC, or Marquette. Again, Marquette in the mix here. He was actually um, – uh, I don't think I'll get him. 
Um, I think he'll end up at one of the other two. Um, but And I did not use my mega pitch on him, uh, which makes me think I don't have a chance. But also, he was my favourite centre in the class. I preferred him to um, Sawbell. I think USC's got a real chance to nab him here. Uh, well, USC's his home ground. He's, he's a West Coast boy. I was really surprised because um, I, I kind of locked in early on uh, on a point guard and a wing prospect and then was a little bit more flexible with what else I wanted to play with. Um, he was the center I liked the most, so I put a, a, an offer down on him, um, and I'm genuinely quite surprised. I thought as a West Coast kid, the fact that I already had a pretty competent center on the roster, I didn't think it was going to be a thing. So I'm genuinely surprised to be in the top three for this one. Uh, Josh, Josh Benoit, uh, Arkansas, Texas A&M, and Wake Forest. This is going to be a fun one for you, Mike. You, you can have <laughs> I, I, I will put it this way. Hey, I'm going to assume that somebody whose letters look like ATM dropped the money off at that school. So uh, <laughs> I have a little fear that I'm going to lose this one to lay. I'm good as long as he doesn't end up in the ACC. So either of the other two can have him. Yeah. Can Mike Asongo, uh, Purdue, Iowa, or USC? My favorite name this uh, my favorite name out of the five star recruits for sure. <laughs> this is an interesting one, I think. Uh, I think fuck, fuck I, I don't think USC has a chance. No, yeah, I think for this one, I mean, I wouldn't. I would expect that if he commits first, that might change McDaniel's decision as well. So, you know, the, all of this is a very, very uh, delicate balance in terms of um, playing time and uh, what, what the team is going to do. So. Yeah, that would be an interesting one. Uh, Kendall Houston Jr. So Kendall Houston Houston was a JBL, I wouldn't say legend, but a very solid point guard for many years. Won a t- uh, his son Hello? Exactly. Guys, I, you, you know what? You I, probably, I couldn't have said it any better. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was right. the most insightful thing you've ever said on a podcast. Yeah, okay. Very funny, guys. Uh, it's the connection. Okay. So you're, very, you're very hilarious. Kendall Houston is a son of a not-quite-JBL legend, although he does have a championship ring, and he was the point guard for a finals team in 2019 that lost. Um, but um, I'd kind of like to see him go to UNLV, as long as UNLV is... Um, uh, running a nice up-tempo system. I'd really like to see Houston in a super fast-paced up-tempo system. Yeah, I think it's going to be yeah, UNLV just because they're on the West Coast. Who is sharing a screen? I, I just fixed it. <laughs> don't share your screen, guys. That's weird. <laughs> I don't know how to turn that off, but uh, yeah, don't do that. Okay, so, uh, and that's the, uh, and do we want to do one more since we've got another two minutes? One more. Okay, go on. Sam McArdle. Okay, this one's actually the son of a genuine JBL legend. Uh, uh, Ray McArdle has two rings or one ring? Two. Was he on both Devils teams? Yeah, both Devils teams. Okay, so he was a champion in 2003 and 2005 with the Atlanta Devils, uh, one of the uh, best small forwards of all time, a a real crazy rebounder particularly. Uh, He's narrowed it down to Notre Dame, Maryland, and Wake Forest. Um. I'd kind of like to see Notre Dame get him. I think he's going to end up in Maryland. They ran on him early. I just think it continued through. But then again, it depends on where they landed their bag man too. So. 
I like how you. I love how you've just started referring to the Megas pitches as inflated. It's, it's a. It's a bag man. It's a, it's a bag man. That's it why is cost, a bag man. That's why it costs so money. You've just got to, It's all those unmarked bills. Um, exactly. Just out of okay. curiosity, Kamish, at the yep. end, of, at the end of who? What was the highest number of scholarships on a player at any point in time during this recruiting class? I know easily was at twelve at one point. Yeah, it would have been at least twelve. I didn't actually see the final number. I can go back and check that after this. It would be it would be at least twelve, probably thirteen or fourteen. I would say. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to jump off the analysis now. I'll still be listening, of course, and we're ready to go. Okay, good luck, everyone. Here we go. We'll start with Jerry Sneed. Oh, you can't. Sorry, Comey. <laughs> oh, Kentucky, great. Just what they needed. That's right. It's going to be honesty the whole way here. To be fair, Kentucky was Kentucky's in play for two, uh, and if they get uh, Sneed, they're almost certainly not going to get Meeking, who is potentially the same position. I would be surprised if they got both. So Kentucky had Sneed. They made the Sweet 16 last year, going 25 and seven. Probably going to be one of the top two contenders in the SEC this year. Not sure what kind of depth they had behind Wooten, though, who was their uh, draft pick this year. So they might actually have a hole at small forward, and they certainly haven't. Uh, they're not going to be correcting that with a five-star. Well, they only had two scholarships to fill. So if you can fill one year or two of a five-star recruit, you've got to feel pretty good about yourself. This is fair. Okay. Next up is Drew Shepard in Indiana. Bye-bye. Down to Nova in Pittsburgh. No Nova. No Nova. Yes. Oh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh lands the recruit. And Pittsburgh was only in play for one five-star recruit, and they have landed their man. And they do have a full – they had a pretty full roster too. Only had two scholarships open. I don't know if they had already offered a four-star, so they could possibly be done for recruiting – that's the one fan didn't grab was the four stars. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, next up is an interesting one. The first of the fucking fabulous five bullshit that uh, Duke is peddling. Um, I, I think Duke is writing a uh, press release right now because they've only written 15 today. Can his, can his press release just be wah if this doesn't go his way? Okay, West Virginia out of play. Down to Duke and Oklahoma State. Oh, did Dukey score one? Some bullshit. Having said that, that does not bode well for their chances of getting Sam Meeking. Uh, they had two five-star power forwards uh, in play today, uh, Meeking being the higher ranked of the two at 13th. Uh, so I would say that would definitely impact their chances of landing Meeking. So Meeking is probably down to Kentucky or Purdue. Oh, great. Kentucky again. This is fucking awesome. Next up, another chance for Nova to have a hat disappear. Marquette disappears first on Roy Bishop. Down to Nova Louisville, who just got a head coach. And he's headed off to Nova. Nova had nine scholarships available, so... My spreadsheet is wrong. Interesting. 
one of them must have changed. Ah, that's all right. Devastated. Devastated. Uh, where are we? All the... we, we didn't do a spreadsheet, remember? Oh, yeah, sorry. There's no spreadsheet. It's in a mirage. It's an elaborate Farago. Um, where are we? Villanova. Dan Hargrove down to the ACC schools or Michigan State? I'm going to cry on this one. So hard. Thank Christ. Please not be Michigan. Duke is gone, and it is... Thank Christ. Carolina. There you go. You scored the your man. I cared about. Fantastic. That's the one big hole on my roster. So you still have at least three, three, three or less open scholarships, too. Coming off a four-loss season, you should feel good about that. Well, I've already signed one. I've signed a four-star wing. Uh, so I've still got one in play, one loose, uh, and then obviously one uh, that's with McDaniel currently. Tyson Finley with the Iowa State, Clemson, Michigan State. Which one of these is not like the others? Oh, Clemson has fallen out. Down to Iowa State or Michigan State. Michigan Can they pull off the upset? Ah, Michigan State signs him. Sweet 16 team gets richer. <laughs> How do you how do you reckon you pronounce this name, Mike? <laughs> Isaiah. Really? I is that an I or no? I don't even. It's like one of my it's like one of my uh, one of like uh, one of my uh, wife's um, uh, cousins named their kid Xavier, but spelt it with the Z. Ah, of course. Ugh. it's a rough one. <sighs> okay. Georgetown, I think, is only in play for one guy today, so I'd, I'd be liking uh, Georgetown to get it. Uh, Gonzaga's already got one five-star. Marquette's already fallen out, so it's down to Gonzaga or Georgetown. Georgetown it is. Georgetown. Have they been any good in the real um, NCAA for like the last two decades, or have they just been shit since their run of centers? Uh, shit since Junior took over the team. He's no longer the head coach, but... Yeah, I knew he wasn't there anymore, but I wasn't sure how they had been. I really don't pay attention to it. It's the Big East. Nobody pays attention to it anymore. <laughs> okay. That's right. More shots. Charlie Bias is on the clock. Uh, and we have Michigan, Oregon, and Indiana. You can barely see the Oregon logo on that hat. Michigan's out. Wolverines go down. Hoosier's out. And he is Oregon scores Oregon. Up. Oregon was only one of the, another one of the teams that was only in play for one candidate, so they have gotten their man. And that's a big win for them, going thirteen and eighteen last year. Absolutely. Um, in fact, Pittsburgh was uh, Pittsburgh, which landed Shepard earlier, uh, were two of the teams that did have a losing record last year, and both of them have walked away with a uh, big name to help them get back to five hundred. And where I just noticed it, that's where my aunt used to teach high school at. So. Uh... Good on that. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, oh, really? In Baton Rouge? Oh, yeah, she's a teacher. <laughs> Full right. circle. Time pillin'. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Scott Rampage. LSU does not need a guy. Do you know what the funny thing is? When I was building the spreadsheet, I kept writing him down as Rampage. I've read it as Rampage the entire recruiting period. Oh, until, sorry, it is. Until I was talking to him, to, talking to Kamish about it, and he's like, maybe we need to rename him Rampage. I'm like, what? That's not his name? And I'm like, oh, fuck. So, <laughs> I feel right. like, so I don't care. His nickname is officially Rampage. So Scott Rampage Ramage is up on the board. Clemson, LSU, and USC on the board. I say, I figured USC would be out. I figured he's going to stay in the South. Now it's just well, he ain't going to the West Coast. Ain't no party like a West Coast party. And LSU. And he ends up at LSU. And that yeah, is another one, of, another one of the schools that only had uh, one, uh, one guy in play uh, and takes on their man. Or SEC five stars. Gotta love it. Another shooting, another one of the shooting guard run at the, uh, coming up next. Chris Knight going to end up in Big Ten country no matter what happens. Did you look at Chris Knight at all? I didn't really look at the shooting guards because I had um, I wanted a small forward more than a shooting guard, and I uh, followed Easley's edict to leave I, everybody else to fuck alone. I I, I uh, only looked at one shooting guard, and yeah, he's way down the list. To be honest, Arkansas, I didn't recruit that. That I and Murray State wasn't anywhere to compete with any of this stuff. So half of this is a shock to me anyway. Uh, I'd like to see Illinois score one here. Well, he's, he's from Michigan. He went to high school in Michigan. So Michigan has the home court advantage. But I'd like Illinois as the smaller. Well, Illinois... They, they actually don't have a lot of talent to replace. They've only got two open scholarships. Indiana needs a win here big with the eight open scholarships. And, and he goes to Michigan, of course. Okay, Wolverines. Had five scholarships to fill. Lost Mike Morton last year at center. Didn't get, didn't get, didn't get Snead or, or Bias, so they're, they're walking away with one from their three guys today. Wait. Wait a minute. Did, did Knight go to Michigan or Indiana? Because it says Indiana on my screen. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wonder which hat he really pulled. All right. This is interesting. Oh, shit. Stuff's happening weirdly then. Wait a second. Mich- Finley went to Michigan State. I'm just fact-checking myself. Something's happened weirdly then. I've gotten a few wrong. Huh. The commission said he went to Michigan? The hat and the screen said things differently. The hat, the hat, the hat said Michigan, and then the list says Indiana. And now he said it's actually Michigan. He's going to fix the tab. Okay. Oh no, he's fixing them all. Okay, we. I presume we're pausing for a second while this is corrected because I've been. Going, right, well, I've been it, going by what pops up on the hat <laughs> on my spreadsheet. No, I was going by the hat too, but I just looked down. I was like. Oh, that's, all right. And there was a few that were not the same. <laughs> Chris Knight is at Michigan. This is what happens when you get a manual process. <laughs> oh, Kobe Thomas is in play. Georgetown hat disappeared. 
Oklahoma or Syracuse? This would be a big win for Oklahoma. Coming off of they, they were like a top four seed. Oh, Syracuse wins them. Okay, Syracuse gets Kobe Thomas. A lot of kids head of the ACC right now. Uh, I was going to say at the end of this, I'm going to retabulate the uh, non-existent spreadsheet just to find out how many uh, five stars each conference got. And I said, I, I think it's the ACC might be uh, looking good at this point. Well, the SEC is hitting a high percentage, it seems like. But yeah, it seems like the ACC is going to walk away the winners right now. But the ACC is also heavily congregated down the bottom as well. Okay. Oh, Creighton makes the final two for Lindsay. Or Indiana? Really, this is the Indiana one. That, one that Indiana finally get. It it has to be Indiana. Yeah. Yeah, we go. Demont Lindsay off to Indiana, where he is likely going to be replacing either Rivera or Nelson. Well, I guarantee he'll have fine plenty of uh, playing time. They had eight open scholarships. And two of the guys that got drafted last year were their primary bigs. So. Dare say there'll be plenty of space for him. Who's up next? Dampier. And Purdue is out. Oh, oh great. Look, Missouri. Huh. Well, the SEC needs another five-star, so let's just get to Missouri. And, this was and he goes to Missouri. And that was their one candidate for today. So the actual, the one candidate teams, the guys who only had one uh, name in play today, are all doing pretty well at this point. SEC is cleaning up with the ones. Because there, I mean, there really wasn't a lot of offers outside of. Okay, and now we test out my earlier comment. Uh, this is next up is Sam Meeking, uh, Duke, Kentucky, and Purdue were his options, but Duke have already picked up a five star at that spot. So hopefully, bye bye Duke. And Kentucky. <laughs> Purdue out first. So you're not going to get your wish there, mate. Ah. And he goes to Kentucky, so I think the SEC is actually so far, unless they miss the Auburn one, uh, they've gotten every five-star guy they have offered. And Kentucky have gone two for two today, getting Snead, uh, power forward center, and Meeking, uh, power forward. I feel, I feel like Calvin on this broadcast. <laughs> Just here, oh. yeah, but it's not about your own team. It's just so you want to hate them. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're, not, you're not deriving sufficient shots no, no, out of this no. podcast. I'm very sorry. Um, so Crichton is out. That's, I believe, Crichton's second and uh, last remaining uh, prospect. Michigan State out. Yes, North Carolina State being. getting a big name. Another ACC. Went 18 to 14 last year. Should it start from day one? Oh, for sure. Sam McArdle. Interesting list here. Yeah, I think, wasn't this the only one spot that Notre Dame was at? Uh, yep, Notre Dame's only one name, only big name recruit. Wake Forest has gone to down to Maryland, and Maryland ends Maryland. up beat down Notre Dame. You called it. Okay, Maryland it is. I think that's just Maryland getting a good jump from the start on that recruit. 
Houston, Oklahoma, Maryland. Oklahoma's out. Soon is gone. He's got to be staying on the West Coast. What's Maryland's now? What's Maryland's team? Is like the Terrapins or some bullshit? Or am I getting that? Terrapins, one? yeah, yeah, they're a turtle. Yeah, I know. I, my brother accidentally killed a bunch of my pet Terrapins when he was a kid. My, my brother may or may not have turned out to be Ted Bundy. Who won that one? UNLV wins. Kendall Houston stays on the West Coast. Yeah, excellent. I'll make that'll make Izzold happy. Okay, Kamar Kasama Ding Dong. My favorite name. USC. Down to Iowa or Purdue? Iowa, please. No. Is that Purdue? Yeah. Purdue it is. All right. We'll see how Texas A&M spent their money wisely here in a second with Jess Benoit. I will say early on I let on him probably the first three phases, but I'm pretty sure I got caught here. Snapchat. Yep. yep. Bye-bye. Condolences. Ah, I knew it was coming. But Texas didn't get him either. Oh, Wake Forest. Wait. Another ACC. Yay. <laughs> okay. Now I'm going to get disappointed. He's probably staying on the West Coast. Wait, oh, it just, whoa. It just skipped him, Kamish. Hey. Oh, there. Okay, false start. <laughs> Marquette's gone. Yeah. Good job, J-Rump. Yeah, it's a big score. He lost a lot of talent last year. I think he, he had, what, three guys drafted? Lost three guys. Yep, definitely uh, a big injection there. Going to be a different team, though, if it's going to be a center-led team rather than a point guard kind of driven. What are you talking about? Jaron loves center-led teams. Oh, it's definitely his bag. <laughs> Xavier Just Noel down to Marquette. This, if NC State can score another one here. And Marquette, might, this might be zero for four for Marquette if they miss. NC State scores another one. Yeah. Went two for two on their five stars. I think they may win a few more than 18 games this year. Yep. And that's NC State. Uh, and that does mean, I think, if we look at uh, Marquette, Marquette has now officially missed on all four of their names today. Corbin Vance, top-ranked point guard. Kansas, out. Kansas has also put up a, a goose egg so far. Yeah, Kansas struggled. And UConn. Boo. But mind you, it's still a terrible recruiting class. It's terrible. Ter it's a terrible, terrible recruiting terrible. class. I don't, I don't know what you're talking fucking about. Fucking debacle. All right. Now it's going to be a fucking debacle if I fucking lose out here. The bag man's going to get shot in the woods. Duke's well, down. look, look. I'm going to drag somebody in the woods and shoot my bag man if we lose out. Good job. Congratulations. All right. Well, and to be honest, to the position we needed was guard. So it was it that's a big score for us. So you had you have the talent on board already to cover Gray's absence last year? Um, I have plenty of small forwards. It's uh, I'm going to have talent everywhere besides point guard. Sure. And I'll have to find a four star because I accidentally committed too early before the uh, money bag started. Okay, Sparks, Kansas, Illinois, and UCLA. 
Kansas. I think this is Kansas's what second. It, this, it, this, but this is this is Kansas spot. Kansas is picking this one up. Illinois, come on, go Illinois, Illinois. Oh, yeah. he went to Illinois. Another Kansas spot where they got hurt. That's a big score for Illinois. They only need two recruits this year. That's a big so injection. Get, That's a big so injection of talent too. Yeah, when you get the number three recruit. Okay. Oh, you kind of already. You horrible can, recruiting class. You can't leave. Now he wants you can't need him the least. You can't need him the least. Kansas out. Oh, All right. right. Well, it looks like he's going to Duke now. Duke. Yep. Yep. And now we're down to the final one. Kyle's out in the woods trying to listen to this. <laughs> Syracuse is out, down to nowhere, Arizona. Oh, I don't know which one I want to get at least. <laughs> what yeah. a shock. He ends up at Arizona. Okay. Okay, so... Who did Kansas... Did Kansas get anybody? No. Nope. Zero for three for Kansas. Yeah, that's going to be a, that's gonna be an opportunity for... Welcome back, Mish. Thanks. That was uh, that was interesting. <laughs> this, this is this is this is an unfortunate byproduct of shit coming in hot. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That, that's all right. It's uh, it's a learning for next season, and next season will be even better. So, um, yeah. Wow, what a night. Um, some teams really just got unlucky there. Kansas zero from three. Marquette zero from four. Damn. Eight candidates go to the ACC. Big East picking up three, Big Ten picking up three, four, five, six, um, and the SEC going one. SEC two, got five of eight. Six. Oh, six. Oh no, I missed. Sorry, I'm not. It is five. I apologize. We missed. Yeah. Uh, we, I was counting Bullock at the bottom. Yeah. Well, Arizona is going to go into this season very, very highly favored. I would think. Did they have anyone at wing behind um, behind their boy Winder? Uh, I'm not sure actually, but uh, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I I say, they, think... scored, they, they scored the number one recruit in the nation. Yeah, you got to feel good about yourself. You, uh, you lost. You lost what four guys, and the only one to the draft was Winder. You won 30 games last year. I don't think anybody shed a tear for him. I think UConn is going to be in a really strong position. Uh, adding obviously adding both Vance and Dawkins on the wing. Point guard was their concern coming in today. Comey's expectation management aside, he was worried about ending up with no point guard. Point guard was my concern. I'm happy I've got my guy. Okay. Well, that is it. Now, uh, everything else will be back up in about five, ten minutes. So I'm sure there'll be more wailing and gnashing of teeth. About four uh, stars and three stars. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks guys. Everybody, it's great fun. Bye. All right, bye.